It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning, and for the next few minutes, I need all our listeners to please put your phones away, seats in the upright locked position, tray tables up, and pants down. That's the FTA-approved safest (laughs) way to enjoy another edition of Care or Don't Care, (laughs) where I read a sticky headline to my co-hosts and see if they want to hear about it or not. Let's get right into it with your first headline. Maybe the most evil way to get back at your stupid cheating ex. Care or don't care? Care. Care, care, care. The girls just (laughs) (laughs) If you've ever had a partner in your life who's cheated on you, most people would probably just throw their stuff out on the lawn and block them forever Mm -hmm. and move on with their lives. But one woman went to TikTok with her story. Her name's Kyla Nicole, and she claims to have gotten back at her disloyal ex-boyfriend in a very creative way. Okay. She said... When my ex cheated on me, I decided to play the long game. So I posed as a LinkedIn recruiter. No. And I made him go through a month-long interview process for a fake position I created. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best Oh, my God. Ever. And you could totally come up with his, like, dream job. Yeah. yeah. Like a, high, a high salary. Yeah. So they keep coming oh back God. for you. Because yes. you know everything about what he wants. Yeah, like, oh, my gosh. She says, in the end, I sent him a detailed rejection letter about how he's nothing. <laughs> Her video got over half a million views and thousands of comments. One person said, I'm impressed with your level of commitment and deception. But even though she received a huge amount of praise for it, others thought her methods were borderline evil, saying out of all the revenge stories on TikTok, this one is the worst. What? Really? And doing it made her just as low as her cheating ex. Oh, whatever, cheater. Shut up. That's worse than, like, sleeping with his brother or something. (laughs) I feel like it's not as bad to me. Well, sleeping with someone at least brings some positivity into the world. Well, he almost (laughs) got a job. Let's go to your next headline. Finally, cops figured out how to outsmart local stoners, and it didn't involve Taco Bell. Care or don't care? I I care for the local stoners. I do, too. Recently, people around North America celebrated April 20th, which is unofficially known as 420. Holiday for stoners who love their marijuana. And that creates a big problem for one town in Minnesota, because they have a sign called... 420th Street. No. And that sign has been stolen so many times over the years, police had to figure out a unique solution to keep it safe from future thieves. So their idea, raise it 20 feet higher than all the other street signs in the area. Stop it. It's like 27 feet in the air. They posted the photo on their Facebook page with a quote saying, if you decide to partake in 420 activities today, just know you will never be as high as our 420th Street sign. <laughs> I don't think that's true, though. It's still like, <laughs> it's still like a new challenge, yeah, though. It is. Yeah, it's it like, is. oh, we got to get a ladder, You bro. just need a couple of stoners on top of each other. Yeah, to reach it. That's actually what people thought. People were commenting, asking if it was just a challenge, and authorities responded saying, please do not try and steal our sign. Yeah. We yeah, may okay. even have a trap at the bottom that includes includes munchies and a distraction technique. <laughs> the theft of signs with 420 on them is well documented, though. In Idaho, there's a 420 mile marker sign that was eventually replaced with 419.9 yeah. miles. <laughs> and that sign has never been stolen. Yeah, <laughs> Let's see if you guys care about this one. One item at a sporting event that's probably going to end up on eBay for 10 times the original price. Ooh. Care or don't care? I care. Uh, I care for my husband I don't and, care his, I can't get and his sports memorabilia. <laughs> well, if there's one place on earth where 0% of people are price sensitive, it's mm-hmm. at the Kentucky Derby. Oh, it's because it's all rich people, you're saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this year's Run for the Roses is on May 7th. 
And there's a new item that they're putting on the menu for it. They'll be serving the famous and fancy cocktail, a mint julep. Yeah, but that's... with one big difference. Okay. This year they're going to have ones that are ruby encrusted. Like Whoa. like the stone? Yes, like, like gems. The gem? They'll cost $1000 a piece. Oh god. And the drinks will be poured into sterling silver julep cups featuring red rubies in the shape of a horseshoe. <laughs> That sounds like such a good Instagram pic. That's are you so seriously? Classy. People are dying of hunger and I'm drinking gems. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. I mean. They're only going to sell 148 of them, plus 20 more that'll be made out of gold, oh. which will be sold Ooh. for $2,500. I hate oh, these people. Dang. I do. I hate it. That'd be so bothered though to have the gold and be like, oh, cute, you only have the gems. Yeah. <laughs> the good news is all proceeds will benefit Old Friends Farm, where racehorses go to retire. Oh, look at oh. that, Brooke. Oh, <laughs> Pediatric horses. Yes, but do we do have to do rubies to get people to <laughs> donate? Let's go to your next headline. You won't believe what they just did to your favorite cookie. Care or <gasps> oh, don't no. care? Uh-oh. I always care about cookies. I care. Yeah. Okay. More proof that the pandemic is getting close to being over. MIT just did a scientific study on the perfect way to open an Oreo. Ah, uh, they're back to it. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. If you don't know how to do it, you just twist. I don't know, because sometimes what happens, I like it when all the stuff is on one side of the yeah. cookie, yeah. and sometimes yeah. I don't get that. That's not what they were trying to do. The challenge was from researchers to figure out if there was a way to twist open an Oreo so each cookie part had an equal spread of cream oh. without oh, so it all coming off on one side. I'm with you, Brooke. I like it when it's all stacked on one. Yeah. They call the study Oreology. <laughs> Could you believe that? It's like, hey, mom and dad, don't worry about the $70,000 you're spending on my tuition. Yeah. I'm studying Oreos. Yeah. We're good. Next yeah. year, we're doing Twinkie all yeah. <laughs> And then they're going to figure out how to get this 420 sign down from that big tall pole. <laughs> so how do you study Oreology? They used 3D printed instruments called Oreo meters that could hold the Oreos and apply precise levels of pressure and torque to them. So basically, they're doing it in a way no human could ever. Like, yeah. it just isn't helpful to us. Hey, I would buy an Oreo twist machine, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you'll never believe this. After an exhaustive process, the team of MIT scientists found nothing. Oh, no. They concluded wow. there is <laughs> no secret trick to opening an Oreo perfectly. Oh, I thought it was no. the pressure. Science, science can be frustrating. Mm. Yep. Wow. So yeah. now they're moving on to Keebler fudge strips. <laughs> Hopefully they'll have more luck. <laughs> Finally, Jeff's joke of the day, care don't care. Always care. Uh, care. Why do most people hate Russian nesting dolls? Uh, why? Because they're so full of themselves. Ah. <laughs> that was care or don't care. Phone tap is coming up next.